Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. Before we get started today, we want to tell you about something exciting. The Brodo Fantasy Football Conglomerate is working on something, and we are bringing it to the forefront of fantasy football. An app, the first ever app in the history of fantasy football to give you every single thing you need in fantasy football that's not on the actual app that you're playing with. Because guess what? If you're getting your advice from Yahoo and you're playing on Yahoo, everyone's getting the same advice. So the advice is worthless. If you're getting your advice from ESPN and you're playing on ESPN, your advice, the advice is worthless. This gives you everything you need. Brodo rankings, articles, all, all the things that you get from the website, waivers, our podcasts, and on top of that, you get access to every single stat that you need to tell about anything. Brodo exclusive stats like fantasy yards, I mean, or fantasy points over expected, uh, yards over expected, uh, true throw value, true target value. The list goes on and on. And on top of that, we give you all of the coaching stats. How many times did Cliff pick Kingsbury pass last year? What about when he was winning? What about when they were favorites? You can find out all of this on the Broto Fantasy app. And right now, we are Broto testing. I mean, <laughs> we are beta testing. We are Broto testing the app. We are beta testing the app. Go to twitter.com and, and find at Broto Fantasy and DM us if you are interested in being a beta tester for the first ever all-encompassing fantasy football app. Plus, Tim, you're forgetting two of the like the coolest parts of the app. Interactive tools um, like the player profiler where you could look at a picture, a nice, beautiful dome piece of the player you're looking up like Devontae Adams and get just a profile. Bam, right there at your fingertips of Devontae Adams, uh, Cam Newton, Devin Singletary, literally anyone in the NFL, even former players, Devontae Freeman, if you want to look up his 2016 stats, have fun because it's there for you. Uh, rushing yards over expected. Santiago Casanova's uh, new tool as well. You could compare up to three running backs at a time. It's truly, we are very excited about this because you know a lot of a lot of times people say things like we're the best or you know first ever or like you know oh yeah listen to us we're the best fantasy podcast. There's a million podcasts out there. Like yes, we're very good podcasters, but this when we say go here, this is the best and only fantasy football information and stat app like it's not a joke like we're literally opening up a whole new ball game here when it comes to doing fantasy research and like tim said dm us on twitter if you want if you'd like to beta test it's only going to be open for a couple more days before we uh before we shut that down we've already made several edits based on the beta the beta testing which have been awesome um a lot of great feedback and a lot of very pleased users as well um, that are now looking forward to the full app release. So very exciting times here at Brodo. That's right. So that is what we're working on. That is what we've been working on. That is the, the little surprise, the little the little uh, teaser that we've been giving you guys. Uh, right. Also, a social media aspect. You could post your teams. You can get some advice. Everything you need in terms of fantasy all in one place. Come check it out, brodofantasy.com. And the Broto Fantasy app at, on Twitter, twitter.com slash Broto Fantasy or at Broto Fantasy on Twitter. But today we have a show for you too. 
It's oh, not yeah. just us plugging the app. We are going to get into something that uh, is becoming more and more popular by the day, it seems. We are going to have a mock dynasty startup draft. That's oh, yeah. right. Rookie, rookies and everything before they go. A, a lot of people like having rookie drafts before the drafts go. So this is vital information if you are uh, having a dynasty startup at any time. And also vital information if you're just playing regular redraft for uh, next year and the years to come. So without any further ado, let's get into it. The Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast begins now. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Also, Tim, as you guys know, has been dealing with... Um, some uh what's it called you know construction i guess in his in his home in his humble abode um due to the baby coming but tim finally is back on his good mic yeah. and we actually have a uh, a nice a nice sounding tim today the last couple episodes have been a little lackluster apologies for that but you know yeah. life happens but tim's back baby this is actually Jason's mic. Ah. <laughs> My mic's not even unpacked yet, but I I borrowed Jason's mic to get to get it on today because I listened to our podcast last week and I was just like I, I don't even want to listen to myself like this. I don't know how people want to listen to me like this. No, yeah, but, definitely, uh, definitely was not ideal. But appreciate you guys listening, anyways. <laughs> we are back. All right, guys. So um, I have a little story for you about Dynasty to get into this, and I, I just want to give a little advice. This is great. Just this start, is great. Let's start off the bat. The, the, here's the thing: don't drink and draft. And also, don't multitask and draft, all right? Because sometimes this will happen. So I'm in a league with one of our writers, Boyd, and he is in, it's in Dynasty League. It's a Dynasty startup, super flex, um, two running backs, uh, three wide receivers, two flexes, um, and I think a defense, and that's it. And like a bunch of bench spots. You know how it goes in Dynasty. So uh, first of all, they started the draft. It was a long draft. So they had a they had a whole conversation about what to do with the draft, and then all of a sudden it was gone. I didn't know it was a. a I didn't. I, I, all of a sudden it was it was on. I mean, not gone. I didn't even know it was a super flex league until I got into the league. Um, and on top of that, listen to this. All right, so I make a trade. I trade my second, third, and fifth round picks for a first and a. Um, First and a sixth, right? So uh, I want to move up. I have a guy in my mind that I really want. So I, I, I go up and get him. That guy, by the way, is Justin Jefferson. And if you want to know why I, I like Justin Jefferson so much, visit BrotoFantasy.com. I wrote up a, an entire article about why you should be buying Justin Jefferson in all of your dynasty leagues right now. Um, but I do believe that is yet to be released, Tim. So soon to be released. <laughs> oh, really? Sorry. It's in the chamber. It is in the chamber. All right, it's in the chamber. So, uh, <laughs> oops. Uh, anyway, nah, a sneak um, peek. Yeah, so a sneak peek. Uh, so I traded up to get my guy, and, but I was now missing draft capital. So I'm I'm shopping my next year's first round pick to get some draft capital. And somebody offers me a fourth round pick and a sixth round pick this year. And the way the fourth round is going, because it's super flex, it was basically all quarterbacks in the first round, outside of a couple superstars. The way it's going, the fourth round, I can get good players. I can get like. Terry McLaurin, Austin Eckler went in that round. Um, but like those little, Chris Godwin went in the fourth round. So I can get great players in the fourth round. 
And so I, I'm like, all right, so somebody offered me a fourth and a sixth for my first round pick next year. And I was like, oh, this is a no brainer. Let's go. And I press accept, but it's on the sleeper app. And I was only half paying attention. I was slightly inebriated, not too much, but you know, I was having a little nightcap. And I was also, I'm a teacher. I was grading papers and talking to my wife about, she's reading this, uh, this book about breastfeeding and all the, the wonders that go into breastfeeding. So she's oh, I've read that one. <laughs> <laughs> so she's explaining that to me. I'm doing this work and I'm drafting all at the same time. And I press accept in this trade. And I'm like, yes, now I got my draft capital back. I'm good. Lo and behold, the chat explodes. And they're like, what is this guy like selling already? Like, what is he like already rebuilding? It's a startup draft. Like what's going on? <laughs> and my heart drops. And I realize that I actually traded away my fourth round and sixth round pick for his 2022 first round pick. And I now, after my first two picks, have not had a pick. And it's the sixth round. I don't have a pick till the seventh round. No, I'm sorry, the sixth round. I don't have a pick till the sixth. No, no, the seventh round. I don't have a pick till the seventh round, Michael. Not great, Tim. I fucked that up hardcore, bro. I thought I was I thought I had two fourths and two sixths, and all of a sudden I have no fourths and no sixths. Yeah. I How you, do you, you literally like you messed it up so bad. Like even you drafted so Justin Jefferson in the first round, trading up for him, not even realizing it was super flex to start. Nah, I, I wanted Justin Jefferson. I wasn't going to get him in the second round. He He's he's ranked like the third wide receiver in Dynasty right now. Got you. Well, I mean, yeah, he's an absolute stud, so I don't yeah. I don't, um, I don't, think that's wrong. But yeah, dude, that's way to go. That's Again, though, like you tweeted, the sleeper app trading system is just so stupid. It's so confusing, bro. Like, why do you have to have the trade twice and say, like, accepted on this side or some shit? And then it's just the, it's like a carbon copy. Just have one side trading, one side trading. You click accept or you decline. And you see what players you're giving up and what players you're getting. Like, I agree. It's very stupid. I've actually made that mistake, like, looking over uh, sleeper trades. But I'm not, I wasn't stupid enough to actually click accept on it. Bro, the last two picks, the eight, the five eight Keenan Allen, the five nine Aaron Jones. Like I don't know what's going on in this draft, but value is 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 dropping. I renamed my team um, Miracle Worker because I plan on winning the championship despite the fact that I didn't have a second, third, fourth, fifth, or fifth round pick. I like it. I'm I'm doing it. Um. Anyway, so speaking of dynasty, um, I have a really strong opinion about dynasty, and uh, Michael, I want I want to know if you're on the same boat as me. Okay. For me, when I'm watching when I when I was watching this dynasty draft take place, and when I'm watching any dynasty draft take place, and this is something that is different than last year, because last year when I was in, in dynasty leagues, I would I didn't have this strategy. But the more I think about it, running backs. I don't want anything to do with any running back within the first six rounds of any draft startup on dynasty at all, period. I don't want anything. The more running backs that come off the board, the more I am licking my chops to get a young stud wide receiver because not only do wide receivers, are wide receivers more dependable and less likely to lose their jobs if they're connected to a good quarterback, shout out true throw values, but also they have a longer lifespan. They have a longer prime. They retire later. And running backs are... New running backs are drafted every single year. Three to three or four running backs 
five, three. There's multiple, multiple, multiple running backs taken in the first two rounds, and they always get burned. So for me, I want to stay away from running backs. I am a zero running back type of guy when it comes to dynasty. In redraft, I want to leave the first two rounds with two running backs, period. Um, so the question is, Michael, how are you feeling about what I said? Do you, do you agree with my strategy? Yeah, I mean, you know how I'm a, I'm a zero RB guy at heart. And yeah, that's the that's the thing with Dynasty too. Um, it's all about assets and depreciating assets when it comes to Dynasty because you gotta you have to treat these guys not as single players in a season like in redraft, where if you have you know someone like Todd Gurley in 2018, for example, you had the A one piece, and it was the same for Dynasty. But obviously, as you saw. His value depreciated so ridiculously quick that you you would probably struggle getting a third round pick for him at this point in a rookie draft because his just like Todd Gurley is nowhere near the Todd Gurley that he was. And that's that's the thing. Uh running backs just tend to depreciate way faster than wide receivers do. I mean, look at look if you used your first round pick on Todd Gurley two years ago, or if you used your first round pick on Devontae Adams two years ago. Right? Like Devontae Adams is still elite. He's going, he's going to remain elite for a couple more years, most likely. And then Todd Gurley is basically useless. Well, not useless, I guess flex appeal, but like who knows if he'll even have like a starting job next season. So I do agree with you. Uh, I It's it's tough because if you could get like a CMC, Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor type, like that rookie contract, as long as they're going to be like Jonathan Taylor, for example, he still has several years on his rookie contract like very good running backs tend to still be very good through at least their rookie contract. After that is when it gets shaky. But like if you say you draft a Jonathan Taylor in the first round, I don't think that's a bad idea. Um, he's going to be very good for several years. Maybe try to trade him in a few years um, because his value is going to drop faster than, say, a wide receiver would. But, I mean, I, I do lean more on the side of drafting strong young wide receivers early um if you can first the only people to, that to the build your person, dynasty team around the only person that i could see taking as a running back in those first rounds is alvin kamara because he does do so much of his damage in the passing game he's almost like well cmc and, as well yeah cmc too but he's i mean i it's he i think it's safe, it's safe to call him to call him injury prone at this point right like he he's missed time for injuries and a guy like Derrick Henry, I'm staying away from with – I'm not touching him with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. You're talking about a guy in the last two years that's gotten um, 321 and – three. he touched the ball 397 times last year. That's a lot of fucking touches. Yeah. And that's not counting, like, his blocks. Like, he's got wear on him. So, like, he could fall off very quickly. That's and one I'll, of the reasons I'll, why, like, I'm not – I'd probably be selling Zeke. It seems like his value is low. Because he sucks so bad and Dak's probably going to come back, so people think he's going to bounce back. Sure, but I'd probably be selling Zeke for like a high-end first-round pick if I could get him because, I mean, he has ridiculous miles on his legs from his college and uh, pro professional career. And if you looked at Ezekiel Elliott running last year compared to Ezekiel Elliott running two, three years ago, it did not look like the same guy. It's just you're wearing blindfold. Uh, you're wearing a blindfold if you think that's the same Zeke as he was and I'm I he yes he had a better offensive line and all that too but I just don't think I also just don't think he's that same guy anymore and that's what happens when like Todd Gurley you just you fall off a cliff when you're running back because at some point just 
all those times getting pounded and running the ball over and over, it takes a toll. And that's why we've seen running we've backs seen have, have short shelf lives. Yeah. I mean, look at Devontae Freeman, too. I mean, we've seen this happen so many times. And yeah. look, right now, um, Derrick Henry is going into his age 27 season coming up, right? Devontae Adams, on the other hand, is 20. I think he's 27. Um, let me just get his age up. No, he's uh, definitely I, not 27. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked up today, 28. He's 28. He, he just turned 28. December 24th, he was born. Yeah, like so Devontae he just, Adams is preferred over Henry. He just, right, so who, like, you know that Devontae Adams has five, six good years in him. 30 is not that magic number. Like, if you look around the league, Julio Jones is 32, and he's still got, he's still got juice. Tyreek Hill, 27. DeAndre Hopkins, 28. These guys are in the middle of their primes. 27, 28 is old on the running back side and 32 is ancient on the running back side you're not gonna get a productive running back at 32 never like unless you have someone like curtis martin who just stands out and is just like so so different than everybody else so yeah but then i also that's that's another reason why i tend to like if i if you're gonna draft a running back early then go the patented brodo seesaw route because I think spending a mid-round pick on a running back might be even worse because if you're going to draft a running back in Dynasty, you want a guy who's going to who has a chance to be very good. Like using a fourth, fifth-round pick on a guy like, I don't know, Ronald Jones or last year someone drafting like Carrion Johnson in like the sixth round, that's just throwing your money down the toilet because those guys are, aren't going to be top five running backs. As, as much as you want to say you, you love them or you believe in their potential, they just haven't done it in the NFL on – for an extended period of time and it's very unlikely that they do so like players like that are like a David Montgomery like I'd be selling David Montgomery right now 1000% because no he's not going to be an RB1 for the rest for several years I don't even think he's going to be RB1 next season so I'd absolutely be trying to sell someone like him because if you if you're going to go after running backs you either I'd say you either do it in the rookie draft or um, try to acquire cheap shares of players and like that zero RB style where you could plug and play, try to get a couple of good guys like a, um, like a Philip Lindsay or something for cheap, and then maybe try to like draft a Travis Etienne, a Najee Harris, something like that. Well, let's talk about uh, some draft strategy. So right now we are going to be using what are we going to be using, Michael? Fantasy Pros, the Fantasy Pros mock draft wizard, the Fantasy Pros mock draft wizard, but it's the Dynasty mock draft wizard. Um, so fantasy pros, uh, is what we're using. So shout out to them. Uh, I love their draft wizard. Um, what on earth was that? That just went off of my headphones. Oh, well, that was, that was freaky. Oh, you, oh, you shared your screen. <laughs> I shared my screen, oh. Tim. Yes. I was going like, to be drafting out. together. Hello. I came out of nowhere. So Michael and I are going to be drafting together. So this is going to, this is going to, uh, be quite the, quite the draft. As you guys um, know, I'm very good at fantasy football. Tim is more on the very low end of fantasy football. So. A psych! Michael, let me ask you a question. Uh, who finished uh, ahead of each other in our league of uh, record, our home league this year? Did you? F- you didn't finish ahead of me. Yes, I did. What are you talking about? What? I. What are you talking about? I, I didn't finish I ahead ended, of you. Get out of here. I was the third what? seed entering the playoffs. Was I not? And I was just. Uh, no, I was. You didn't get a buy. I was a third seed. Oh, I think we had the same record. I think you just had a. Yeah, little I think more we were, except I except yeah, but I had more points. Than Anyways, you. Oh, this, but isn't this, that, this isn't year that, was. This year was isn't stupendous. that wibbly wobbly? My my 
it was stupendous playing in our home league this year. I made like a million trades. It was great. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, um, this is what we got. So a dynasty league usually uh it goes really really deep, but we're not gonna spend here sit here and spend four thousand years on a mock draft, um, going deep. We're gonna be going over the basics. So this is what we're gonna do: it one QB, two running backs, uh, three wide receivers, one tight end, one kicker. And six bench spots, a defense um, and a flex it, as well, of course. A deflex and a flex, and also a uh, did I, I uh, and a flex, yeah, uh, duh, that's what flex means. All right, so we're going to be doing kind of a stand the, the you know the standard redraft roster, but we're going to be doing it with dynasty. So this is also um, rookies. Uh, rookies are in here. We Michael just randomized and got us the fourth position. Pretty cool. I, I like I like that position. I like the fourth position. Um, so yeah, let's get into this, Michael. What do you say? Let's start yeah, our draft. Let's start our draft. Um, this is, um, we're not getting paid for this fantasy pros draft wizard, um, advertisement, but it is a very good mock drafting. Um, what is it? What is this called? A mock drafting simulator. So yeah. So right yeah. off the bat. Um, Saquon Barkley goes with the number one pick, which no, is no, you're looking. At no, I'm sorry, Tristan McCaffrey goes with the number one pick, which is interesting. Then Jonathan Taylor number two, and then Saquon Barkley number three. Now Michael and I were just talking about how we don't want to take running backs at this spot. Well, but see, um, this is what I meant in that if I could get like a Kamara, then I'll zag later on. Um, like I'll do a I'll do a seesaw if I could get an Alvin Kamara. Like I want a guy I know is a top five for the next several years. Well, I mean, here's we're looking down the barrel right now. The Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara at the running back position, and then we're looking at wide the wide receiver position. We have Devonte Adams and Tyreek Hill, and you can't get much more dominant than Tyreek Hill in the past couple of years. Um, you can't get more dominant than Devonte Adams when he's on the field. For me, my pick here is Devonte Adams. Um, I don't want the running back. I think that Devonte Adams has more years. Alvin Kamara, age 25, you you would expect him to be good for the next five but years. But he doesn't have the wear and tear like other running backs do. He doesn't get 25 carries a game. Yeah, but he touches the he ball. Has a, but he has a good role for to not end up destroying his career. I mean, like I said here, I, I think that Alvin Kamara would be the only one, the only running back that I would, that I would, you know, go for. I think he's the only one. So if you want to go Alvin Kamara, I'll, I'd do it. But my, normally, if Kamara wasn't here, let's say he went before, if it was Saquon here instead, I would be going with Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill 100%. So you don't want to go Kamara? 1,000%. No, I'll go Kamara. I'll go Kamara. We could, we, could, we could go Adams, Tim. We could go Adams. I'm, a, what I'm is typically it? a zero RB tonight. guy, so. All right, let's try it. Let's try it out. Let's yeah. try it out. Let's try the RB. So we're taking Devontae Adams and uh, the running back, uh, the running back uh, 4A. I think the, we we can call it soiree. Right? Uh, soiree uh, still continues. Michael, you you're you're in control, so I'm gonna need you to uh, scroll up here so I can re- review these uh these picks. Oh, I'm sorry, Ephthemios. I will let you see the full draft log. I apologize for the for the for the problems I've caused you. <laughs> so Al, after this is Alvin Kamara. Then with the 106, see Alvin Kamara right after makes sense. It does, but 106 is an interesting pick, and I wanna I wanna ask you about this right off the bat, Michael. Uh, Michael. DK Metcalf goes with the 106. Now, yep. we saw DK Metcalf come on the scene and actually absolutely be dominant last season, but we also saw that once his shtick kind of got tired and people noticed that, hey, don't let him run deep straight, he kind of, his production kind of fell off. Now, 
it didn't fall off to the point where you're going to say don't draft him. But at the 106, you're passing on guys like A.J. Brown. You're passing on guys like Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson. So the question is, would you take D.K. Metcalf here? Is he your second wide receiver off the board? Dude, honestly, I I love me some D.K. Metcalf, but I agree with you, man. Like we saw, and how long, first off, how long is Russell Wilson going to be a Seahawk, right? Out of nowhere, now he there's like trade rumors and he, he seems a little upset. Luckily, Brian Schottenheimer got fired, but Pete Carroll is still there, and we know how that offense operates in that type of environment. And DK Metcalf hasn't shown... Like, DK Metcalf is an absolute monster, but he hasn't shown the ability to be, like, a pure wide receiver in a sense of, like, just being able to beat um, beat the opposing cornerback literally in any way, not just by, like, bodying them or running by them. I think A.J. Brown and Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, I do think all three of those guys, and Devontae Adams, and DeAndre Hopkins, like all of those guys, I think are more complete wide receivers than D.K. Metcalf is. Um, so I think they're. I'd consider all of them over D.K. Metcalf if I was starting a fantasy team. But for sure, I would. I think I'd definitely draft Hill, Jefferson, and Brown over Metcalf. Interesting. So those guys all went. So the next pick, Dalvin Cook, followed by A.J. Brown. Nick Chubb goes next. Interesting. I mean, Nick Chubb is, is a beast. Uh, it, uh, but I have, I have a hard time with him being my first player off the board in a dynasty startup. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson goes next. No, my love. Uh, Tyree Kill goes after that, and then followed by Derrick Henry at the end of the first round. Starting the second round goes DeAndre Hopkins, and here's one I want to talk to you about, Michael. DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift has been swiftly making his way up draft boards all offseason. It seems like as soon as the Super Bowl is over, if you went into fantasy circles, the one name you heard from everyone was DeAndre Swift. Now, that has a lot to do with Deuce Staley saying that he's a 25-carry game back. And it has a lot to do with the fact that Anthony Lynn, uh, former, former head coach of the Chargers that made Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon fantasy studs, is now on that coaching staff. So those two things, it makes sense. But at the other, on the other hand, there hasn't been a Detroit Lions running back that you wanted to own in fantasy since Joyke Bell. And he didn't, he flashed last year, but he didn't show that consistency. And you are banking a lot on a young running back on a team that's in a complete rebuild. Uh, in a on a losing squad like i i just i don't see myself being able to pull the trigger on deandre swift this early especially at the 202 it's just too early for my blood yeah i think the thing with deandre swift is even with the limited touches he was getting last year he was still super effective uh like he was a top 20 running back in ppr eight of the final 10 weeks he only played in 12 games last season and the, his two first games he didn't play much and then after that he was a top 20 running back eight of 10 weeks so you saw right away that he could have a big impact. Like you said, um, Anthony Lynn and Austin Eckler are getting some people hyped up. But this is what I mean when I say uh, zigzag running back. You have to get a guy that you think could be a star for a long time. And DeAndre, it's not like DeAndre Swift is old. Um, he was drafted last season. He has He's on that rookie contract. Uh, he's likely going to be a very big part of that offense for a long time. So if you believe in DeAndre Swift as that A1 type of running back who could be your star for the next several years and then I don't hate it but it drafting a Detroit the Detroit running back just just Detroit running back in general doesn't even matter who it is is scary 
Travis Kelsey and tight uh, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle have a tight end run. Uh, next, followed by J.K. Dobbins, Michael Thomas falling down to the two oh six spot. Which, guys, I'm gonna tell you right now, Michael Thomas is gonna be one of my favorite players to draft. Period. Redraft dynasty. If you can get Michael Thomas, I don't think people remember how dominant Michael Thomas was the year before last when he had six, uh, 149 catches for 1,725 yards and nine touchdowns. I think that, he's he's I, one season removed from that. I know, but I do think the problem with Michael Thomas a little bit is um, the fact that he was just an absolute target machine, which like 185 targets in 2019 is absurd, um, and that certainly helped buoy his his huge season, and now Drew Brees retiring. He's, He's never had less than 121 targets in, in his entire career. And I think that we don't, first prior of all, we don't know. Prior to last season, of course. Prior to last season. First of all, we don't know that Drew Brees is retiring. Everyone's just assuming that Drew, Drew Brees is retiring. Secondly, we we know also that he was he was pretty good with Teddy Bridgewater under center. And if you could be good with Teddy Bridgewater under center, you could be good. That's all I got to say to that. Yeah, I mean, sure. But again, you don't know who's going to be the... Saints quarterback of the future. I'm, he's just not someone I'm like actively targeting, really. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go on to the next one. J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I missed J.K. Dobbins. No, you said oh. J.K. Dobbins. You idiot. Oh, did I? Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Ilair, and Cam Akers go next again. A lot of stuff riding on these second-year running backs and just banking on them to take that next step forward. Yeah. Um, I see where it's at, but I don't know if I like it. Right now, Fantasy Pro's suggestions say that Stefan Diggs, Aaron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott, and Calvin Ridley are the um, supposed uh, favorite picks here. Michael, who are you leaning on since I was the first one to open last time? Who are you leaning on here? For me, it's actually uh, C.D. Lamb. I'm a Here? I'm a huge CD Lamb guy, Tim. Um, he's 21 years old. He was a stud last season. Like this dude put up 74 catches, 935 yards, and five touchdowns, despite playing with Andy Dalton half the season. He was a wide receiver too, right off the bat with Dak Prescott. And again, he's 21 years old. Like I think CD Lamb is that guy that you could draft, and like he may be a stud on your team for the next seven, eight years. Like, and I think he has top five wide receiver potential. Like, someone like Stefan Diggs finally just broke out, had that monster season, 27. Like, that is a six-year difference between him and CeeDee Lamb. In three, four years when he's, like, uh, going downhill. I think this is Stefan Diggs' absolute max, by the way. Like, I I do not think he's worth a second-round Dynasty startup pick. Um, and he's, he's valued as, like, the 15th overall player. I think that's a little bit absurd coming off of this season maybe maybe he'll end up making me look stupid I just I don't know I think he's being a little overvalued for me it's CeeDee Lamb even though there's a lot of good guys here like I like to look ahead especially in dynasty drafts and seeing CeeDee Lamb available and the fact that we would be able to get a guy like Miles Sanders or Antonio Gibson in the next round two guys who I think have top five potential um it makes me happy (sighs) I prefer his teammate at this point, Amari Cooper, because that's, I I that's know just stupid. I, I mean I know C D Lamb has a lot of potential, but Amari Cooper is also twenty six. You know he's 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 been there. He's Dak's guy. 
You want Amari Cooper to be your second best player for years to come? I mean, I don't see why that he's been one of the more consistent players in fantasy over the last three seasons. Nah. Well, yeah, because CD Lamb was a rookie last year. I'm I'm taking CD Lamb ninety nine times out of a hundred straight up to Amari Cooper, to be honest. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley another is guy another that guy I, here that's I, interesting, but yeah. Matt Ryan is quickly diminishing, so that quarterback situation scares me a little bit. That's true. Aaron Jones is interesting, but again, he's twenty six. Nah. He doesn't really have the uh the volume that guys like Ezekiel Elliott, who's also available, has. But you want CD Lamb to be your second best player? Absolutely, I love me some CD Lamb. Man, all right, Michael, go for it. I guess. All right, CD Lamb. And CD Lamb is now on our team with Mister Devonte Adams. Come on, Devonte Adams and CD Lamb is a fire start, dude. Whatever you say. <laughs> All right. Uh, so after C.D. Lamb goes, Stefan Diggs, uh, Aaron Jones, and Ezekiel Elliott at the end of the second round. Calvin Ridley goes in the, in the top of the third round. And a guy that I was going to bring up, but I decided not to because I know how you feel. Patrick Mahomes goes with the second pick. You know, Tim, it's funny you bring that up. In our Dynasty League, um, the Brodo Dynasty League, which, first of all, um, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash brotofantasy to join the Discord, a bunch of perks, and we made a dynasty league with the patrons this year and it was a ridiculous amount of fun. And I actually, it's a 16 team dynasty league. I actually took Patrick Mahomes in round two. Cause I was like, screw it. Let me just lock down the quarterback position for the next like 15 years. <laughs> I, I think that I did I, end up making it to the championship in our, in our inaugural season. Yeah. I think that definitely like a guy like Pat Mahomes, Quarterbacks in general are more valuable in dynasty formats because you you do want that guy to be your anchor for years to come, not just not just this year. But uh, after that goes DJ Moore. So, uh, Michael, you just clicked on the guy that I'm thinking too. Hey, okay. uh, so, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin are guys that are all suggested. But my guy that I have my eye on is the one that Michael just picked on. Antonio Gibson. Did you did you mention DJ Moore getting drafted? I did. I do and have to say I absolutely love DJ Moore and think him going in the third round is great. So if you could get him in the third round, that's that's glorious. Just wanted to throw that out there. Wow, Michael, this I'm is making you. me really want to do a, a new dynasty startup. I should have gotten in the league with you, Boyd and Cass. <laughs> um yeah, you would have been one of the teams that's better than me, which is every single team because I traded all the picks. <laughs> Um, Antonio, Antonio Gibson, I think is my pick here. I, I, I love the fact that, um, that we're, we're going to possibly see him become a Christian McCaffrey esque player this season. Yeah. Um, um, besides, uh, Gibson, the their higher ranked running backs, according to fantasy pros, Sanders and Jacobs, look, we love Miles Sanders. Um, but Philly is a bit of, um, just in just really not going well at the moment in Philly, so it's, it's tough to it's really... Right yeah. And then Josh Jacobs doesn't get involved in the passing game. Terrible in rushing yards over expected. Um, one of the tools you could find on the app and one of the stats created, um, we have like five Broto-exclusive stats, which that's one of them. And Josh Jacobs was just very, very volume-based last year and not someone at all that I'd want to really have as a cornerstone on my team. Um, and, I, and I agree with you that Antonio Gibson is someone who could really be a stud and I mean this dude everyone oh he didn't even have he had like 50 carries throughout all of college oh 
that didn't matter because he averaged over four and a half yards per carry. He had 11 touchdowns. And that was with J.D. McKissick stealing a bunch of pass catching work, which doesn't even make logical sense because Gibson was uh, a wide receiver as well in his days in Memphis. So I agree with you in that uh, only 22 years old. Another thing you got to look for in running backs, like we said, rookie contract, um, Ron Rivera. I do think Antonio Gibson, you want to make that pick, Tim, because I'm definitely cool with that. Let's do it. All right. Antonio Gibson joined the squad. We now have Devontae Adams, C.D. Lamb, and Antonio Gibson. See, Tim, if we went Devontae Adams, Antonio Gibson, C.D. Lamb, you wouldn't be upset about the C.D. Lamb pick, right? I feel like that's how it would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not upset about it. I'm not upset about it, but I, and I'm glad we got a, a running back here. Um, so Terry McLaurin goes next, someone that I would have considered as well. Um, but that that wide, that just that quarterback situation in Washington is just so up in the air. Um, Miles Sanders after that. Najee Harris is the first rookie to go off the board. Interesting uh, shot there. And remember, that is interesting. These, this these rookie these rookies are going to all be different, and 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 I think that that's the case. Uh, you don't know where they're going. Najee Harris could be a great fit on a team that is running back needy, like a like the Jets or something like that. Or he can go to a place where he's splitting carries, like J.K. Dobbins did last year, and be completely useless for the first seven weeks. So, interesting move there. T. Higgins, Allen Robinson, Joe Mixon, blah, Joe Mixon with the three ten, and then Amari Cooper. Uh, my guy goes to the three eleven. Uh, Austin Eckler goes after that. Um, so that finishes up the third round. Darren Waller goes in the beginning of the fourth round. Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Josh Jacobs, Mike Evans, DJ Chark, Tyler Lockett, and Brandon Ayuk. Interesting, interesting there. Brandon Ayuk um, going with the 408. You know, right off the bat, Tim, DJ Chark, Tyler Lockett, that's just super yuck to me. Big time yuck. Um, I'm a DJ Chark fan. Uh, it's just absurd to me to take him in the fourth round of a startup right now with what's going on in uh, in Jacksonville. And sure, Trevor Lawrence is probably going to be there, but this guy's entering his fourth season and really only has one very good season under his belt. I don't think he's really going to be a superstar. Tyler Lockett is older and ridiculously um, up and down. That just makes even less sense to me. Like, think about it. Would you rather have the 102 in your fantasy draft or dj chark or tyler lockett like it's the 102 easily yeah yeah Najee harris is the only rookie off the board yeah i mean i I think i think that's yeah there's a lot of good rookies there's a lot of good rookies but mm, i don't know i don't know all right let's talk about the guy that we're gonna pick though there's some interesting names on the board right now. Kenny Galladay, Deontay Johnson, Cortland Sutton, James Robinson, Kyler Murray, David Montgomery. I think you want to you want to get Jamar Chase? I I like right to now? draft Jamar Chase. Right now. Absolutely. You're gonna draft Jamar Chase over Kenny Galladay right now. Absolutely. Kenny Galladay is twenty seven and injured. Dude, I think the fact that Jamar Chase isn't not only the overall wide receiver one on everyone's board but not the overall number one player on everyone's board fantasy-wise is wise is absolutely absurd to me. He literally checks every single box you could possibly think of, whether it's analytical or just watching him play. He dominated uh, at his time at LSU. He even dominated Justin Jefferson at LSU, who 
is the third wide receiver off the board this season because he had literally one of the very best rookie seasons of all time. And Jamar Chase dominated the target share and everything when they were together, had more yards, had more touchdowns. It was Jamar Chase's wide receiver room, and that it remained that way this season. He had another fantastic season, even without Joe Burrow. I think Jamar Chase is a no-brainer, like, first pick in all drafts. Like, I, I really, really want Jamar Chase wherever I could get him. I will say, when they when Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson were on the field together, people were talking about him being the better of the two uh, wide receivers. Yeah. So, thinking about that, but you're going to take Jamar Chase right here? Like, who are the other options? According to Fantasy Pros, the other options, because a uh, shout-out Fantasy Pros for this mock draft simulator, but it does seem that they're still not... It's a little weird that in a dynasty startup, they're not having the rookies ranked higher. Um, maybe that's how the ADP is set up or something on here. But like Kenny Galladay, Tim, I'll give you, is a very solid option here. Um, he's still pretty young at 27 and has shown he could be like a wide receiver one. But there's injury concerns. James Robinson was a UDFA, and you never know what's going to happen with UDFAs because leagues, the league likes to give up on them easily. Like, obviously, I'm not taking Deontay Johnson. Someone like Kyler Murray. Patrick Mahomes is the only quarterback I'm really interested in early. Like, I'm, I told you I'm not taking David Montgomery. Is there anyone really here that you would, like, consider outside of Kenny Galladay that you would take over someone like Jamar Chase? I mean, when you're talking about in the fourth round, you're talking about a guy in in, in David Montgomery, right, who really no. came on last year. Uh, you're talking about a guy like James Robinson, who is coming into a new system where this guy was the running back seven overall on a one-win team. Talking about Kyler Murray, who's going to be a franchise quarterback for years to come, and I think that's pretty obvious. Um, I don't know why you're saying no right off the bat to, to David Montgomery. I don't think it's, it's the worst pick here. I think he's a terrible uh, fourth-round pick, what does, our, what, does our te- what does our team look like so far? Our team right now is uh, Devontae Adams, C.D. Lamb, Antonio Gibson. And this is start three wide receivers as well with a flex. I think I'm leaning Kyler Murray here personally. I, I'm also not a Kyler Murray guy, so I really don't like that. <sighs> Man, you're killing me right I now. I mean, but based on Fantasy Pro's ADP, we could go Kyler Murray and then Jamar Chase because he's he's lower in the ADP than he should be, kind of playing the system. Yeah, let's play the system. You want to play how the you system? Win. How you win drafts. That is how you win drafts. You got to play the system, take advantage of uh, ADPs and things of that sort. The Athletic, um, also a cheap plug, that uh, we're, they're not sponsoring us or anything, but they have a very cool um, series each season that they put out for football and basketball, uh, not basketball, baseball, where they show you ADP differences on like CBS, ESPN, Yahoo, and things like that. So you could take advantage of ADP differences in different leagues, which is pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. we'll take Kyler Murray here, Tim. That's uh, that's for you. Never say I didn't do anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> and right, we so also Kyler locked Murray. down. Oh wow, wow, snippety snipe. I guess you know what? Fuck me for second guessing fantasy pros. I guess they don't have them here listed in the ADP, but they are certainly drafting free agents and now, excuse me, uh, rookies. And now I'm very upset that we took Kyler Murray who I'm not even a fan of in the fourth round, Tim. Suck it. We took Kyler Murray in the fourth round. Travis Etienne and Jamar Chase go next. So uh, rough rough sledding. Kenny Galladay goes to the end of the fourth, followed by Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Chase Claypool, which is interesting. That's the three 
former back to Steeler trifecta. Um, now we're up again. We're still looking at James Robinson. Still got David Montgomery on the board. Um, I honestly wish that we would have went um, Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase here. It's very now that Jamar Chase is not here, I would have rather gone Jamar Chase there and waited and, and got um, Josh Allen here. See, we should have. I think that, that we shouldn't have tried to play the system. The system played us. See, hey, but look, that's that's where that's why you uh, that's you why you in, you live and you learn. Yeah. So what do you think, Michael? Cortland Sutton is the recommended pick here, followed by James Robinson, Jerry Judy, and Cooper Cup. I think I like the 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 idea of Cooper Cup. I think with Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup could be a an extremely valuable piece this year. In fact, I'm on the board right now. I'm up in my let's go a little bit behind the scenes, Michael. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you your question. Completely different draft. It's my turn to pick. Right now, you know, in the draft I messed up, my team is Lamar Jackson, Justin Jefferson, and then my next pick in the sixth round was Amari Cooper. I am looking right now, Mike Evans, Jerry Judy, Brandon Ayuk, Juju, Kenny Galladay, Adam Thielen, Julio Jones, Cooper Cup. I'm thinking I, I'm I think I like Cooper Cup in this spot. How do you go, feel about that? I think I'd go Ayuk or Galladay. Probably I especially now since your team is basically in a rebuilding stage already, I'd probably go Ayuk. He's the youngest option. And I think he yeah, has a bright future as well. That's true. That's true. All right, you talked me into it. <laughs> I was considering Ayuk, but I'm taking him now. But Tim, now here, since we didn't get Jamar Chase, very upset about that. Now in the fifth round, I'm okay taking the shot on James Robinson. He is, of course, a UDFA and has question marks. But, I mean, he was a stud last year, and it's not like he, I think, he sucks or something. I think it's a great pick. You want to go with if James get, Robinson? get a guy like that and everyone's like oh he's not going to get the same volume he's not going to get the same volume i don't know that that's the case um i, I how do you know that that's the case why wouldn't yeah. he get the same volume if he's if he's that productive especially because urban meyer urban meyer is known for using that one really feature back in his systems so i think james robinson's a great pick all right so james robinson it is to add to our team i'm i'm not gonna i'm gonna be like going to sleep tonight upset thinking about the fact that we didn't get jamar Chase. <laughs> In our mock draft. In our mock and, draft. And that's how you know that Michael eats, sleeps, and breathes football. Oh, damn. Our guy got taken right off the bat. Uh, Jerry Are you Judy. surprised, Tim? Um, no. Uh, Jerry Judy goes next. Lamar Jackson. Follow, um, Lamar Jackson after that. Um, Devontae I, my, my, Smith. I, I, can you like make it a little bigger? I'm having trouble reading. Oh, guys. Yeah, Tim's getting older. Um, <laughs> and especially when they don't have the the picture next to them, like I could at least see like, oh, Jerry Judy's got that long ass face. Jerry Judy got a long face, so like, oh, there you go. Oh my there god, that's him. I got you. Nothing yeah. like a nice command plus. Devonte Smith, uh, goes next, followed by Mark Andrews, uh, Cortland Sutton, Williams, Allen Jones. That's Javante Williams, by the way. Um, Javante Williams. I'm no. sorry, uh, Javante Williams. And if it you was don't actually know Javante, Thor Nystrom's. First-ranked running back. You're going to be hearing about that soon on our podcast. Very interesting. Um, Robert Woods. David Montgomery finally goes in the sixth round. Steal, in my opinion. Uh, Odell Beckham, Deshaun Watson, Tyler Boyd, TJ Hawkinson, Jayla Rager, and then a guy that I would would have said, let's go, let's do it, let's pull the trigger right now, Cooper Cup, uh, goes in the sixth round. So that leaves us with a pickle. 
Um, Debo Samuel, Adam Thielen, Kareem Hunt, and, and Ronald Jones are the favorites uh, in who the drafts think should take. But we were also looking at guys like um, Chris Carson, uh, Noah Fant, um, A.J. Dillon, um, Melvin Gordon, Adam Thielen. Will Fuller is an interesting name. Michael, who's the first name that pops out in your mind here? Debo Samuel is interesting to me. Um, the injuries are not ideal, but he's been very good when on the field. He's also younger. Um, Adam Thielen maybe has a year of very high-level playing left, I think. I don't know how great he's going to be for, especially now with Justin Jefferson, assuming that one A role in that offense. This is where it starts to get a little tougher in the draft. Um, our team so far is Kyler Murray, Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, Devontae Adams, and C.D. Lamb. Certainly not complaining about it. I would rather have Jamar Chase and, say, Josh Allen. Um, but I do think James Robinson in the fifth round is a was late enough for us to take a shot on him. Who are you thinking, Tim? Debo's interesting. I think that for me... um. If we look at our team right now, let's let's let's, let's actually look at our team right now. Um, I think something that gets lost in the shuffle of of all of this is win now, right? Um, you still got to win, and winning a championship this year counts. It counts towards a championship. I'm leaning Adam Thielen. I know Adam Thielen's 30 years old. I know he's 30 years old, but he doesn't have that wear and tear like you said because. He, his career got started a little late. He's proven it year after year after year after year. And, and wide receivers don't have that steep fall from grace at age 30 like others do. Um, I think Adam Thielen is someone I like here. But I'd be willing to go Debo. Um, so, I'm going to yeah. make that decision too. I guess we could. I guess we could go with Debo. I'm not going to. I I, th- I think he has some upside. Um Will Fuller well, is interesting. Will, I think Will Fuller. Let's go with Will Fuller. I forgot about Will Fuller. But, I mean, Will I, Fuller, we know he deals with um, the injuries all the time. Um, what's his age? Like, only 26, actually. Yeah, I think, I think I'd prefer it. Like, if someone asked me who's going to have a better career going forward, Fuller or Samuel, I think I'd go Fuller. Yeah, I think let's go Fuller. Okay. So, Will Welcome Fuller. To the squad, Will Fuller. Although, the, I hope, I, you got to hope that Deshaun Watson changes his mind if you are if you are then if you are us um so let's take a look at uh what is going on next kyle pitts is the next player off the board after we pick will fuller interesting pick of kyle pitts kyle pitts is an interesting character right people are like he's not a he's not a tight end he's a wide receiver he's the best tight end we've ever scouted he's gonna go in the top five um i don't know for me rookie tight ends zero i have zero interest in rookie tight ends no matter if they're the best thing since sliced bread or not um debo samuel goes next adam thielen after that to finish off the sixth round 701 is dak prescott followed by kareem hunt and rookie rashad bateman uh this leaves us on the board michael what's our team looking like so far we got kyler murray antonio gibson james robinson Devontae adams cd lamb and will fuller we got a tight end flex defense and kicker to fill and then the six benches so Chris Carson here would be an interesting pick if we knew what was going on with him. It doesn't look like he's going back to Seattle, so I can't pick him. See, this is why I don't – I'm sorry, Tim, but why I don't take Kyler Murray yeah. in the fourth round because Justin Herbert is here in the seventh round. I love me some Justin Herbert. Jeez, Louise. 
Jeez Louise. What about Noah Fant or Damian Harris? Noah Fant is interesting. I do think he has some potential to be like a, a very good tight end. Um, It does scare me that he has Drew Locke as his quarterback and no really a replacement in sight. That's what about Irv Smith? How are you feeling about Irv Smith? I know I, he just got still early for Irv Smith. I think. Yeah, I mean, we I'm, we're not, I'm down to end. get Irv Smith in a couple of rounds, though. Okay, so let's leave that tight end open and let's hope we can get Irv Smith in a couple of rounds. So that means we're either building bench depth or we are going to go with a. Well, we still need a, a flex. Right, or we're going to go with a well. flex guy. I would love to go with a wide receiver at the flex. We're looking at some young kids here. I think. You look at Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown's interesting. He came on at the end of last year. Um, Jarvis Landry is a guy who you're – I think Michael Pittman here is the guy that I want. Uh, we've um, – our models, our stats show that Michael Pittman gets more yards after the catch. What about Jalen uh, Waddell, the Alabama product? I heard some interesting stats about Jalen Waddell the other day. Jalen Waddell in his four games last year had over 120 yards in each game. And a lot of people are saying, like, hey, he's a, a Henry Ruggs type. And he's kind of nah. built like Hollywood Brown. Do you know how many games Henry Ruggs had with over 120 yards in his Alabama career? Zero or one? One. Yeah. So he had more. So he is not Henry Ruggs. He's not Henry Ruggs. I'm, I, I'm I cool think with, I'm down I'm cool to, with it. Yeah. Waddle? I'm, I'll take I'll take the I'll take the Waddle chance and, and I hope Michael Pittman's there with us. Waddle, Saturday. Waddle, Waddle. And he waddled away. I think Michael Pittman is someone who's going to be. All right. Now, see, we didn't get. Maybe I'll be able to sleep at night now that we got Waddle. We didn't get Jamar Chase, but I'm also a big fan of Jalen Waddle. I think he, like, again, I, I might be, like, I, I haven't done extensive rookie research, but I do think Jalen Waddle, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like him and uh, him and Jamar Chase are my favorite receivers um, coming out this year. Um, Justin Herbert goes after that, followed by uh, LaVisca Chenault, who is uh, everyone's favorite guy right now. Um, Rondell Moore, who is the rookie, goes next, followed by Russell Wilson, Marquise Brown, Dallas Goddard, Denzel Mims in the seventh round. Uh, interesting. Uh, Brandon Cook and he Brandon Cook. Real upside, real downside, too, with the Jets situation. but Real upside, though. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow, Michael Gallup, Aaron Rodgers, Noah Fant, Chris Carson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Melvin Gordon, AJ Dillon. I would have, I would have liked AJ Dillon here. I'm gonna say one thing right now. I went on Sleeper today, the Sleeper platform, and because I just, I told you guys, I'm having a, um, I'm having a draft on Sleeper. Guess where Trevor Lawrence is is ranked right now in terms of ADP overall? QB quarterback, like QB seven maybe. QB three. Holy moly. To, be, to, be more ridiculous, to be more ridiculous than that, guess who's QB5? Uh, what's his face? Zach Wilson? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Jeez. I don't know what is going on right now. I have no idea what's going on right now. Jeez. Uh, anyway, um, AJ Dillon is someone who I would have considered here, yeah. um, but we're not, but, you know, he gets picked. Michael Pittman's still on the board. I'm I cool. think that's yeah, I'm cool with Michael Pittman here, Tim. Um I think we could get Irv Smith. I don't want, maybe maybe the computer's listening and it'll screw me again, but I feel like we could get Irv Smith in round nine or ten if we really want to. There's still other tight ends on the board. I think Robert Tanyan too is someone that I really like. Robert Tanyan 
fun fact on sleeper too, he's listed as a wide receiver and tight end. So yeah. it kind of gives you a little a little bit of a late bloomer. Um twenty six. Yeah, obviously tight ends come on later in their careers, but Irv Smith is also just twenty two years old. Like he's uh he's a okay. he's very very athletic with a very bright future in my in my eyes. I think our next two picks should be Pittman and Irv. Pittman and, and Irv. I'm cool with Michael Pittman. I, I wanted the Jets to get Michael Pittman out of USC. I'm a big fan of his, so I'm cool with Michael Pittman here. So Michael Pittman goes next. Let's see if the gamble pays off. Um, followed by... Will, baby. Oh, my God, Michael. Talk about it. Like, just, a spoil, just say spoiler alert. If you can do that. <laughs> I'm excited, Jalen, Tim. Yeah, I'm aware. Jalen Hurts goes next, followed by Ronald Jones and Kenyon Drake. Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, and Miles Gaskin go, which sets us perfectly up. Although we do have Hunter Henry and Mike Kosicki uh, staring us in the face. I think I'm still think to go. I'm still down to go Irv Smith here. Um, yeah, I mean, you know how I Unless, feel about Mike Kosicki. I don't really like him. Take another chance. And Hunter Henry, he had a. I'm look. I'm still very upset about Hunter Henry's 2020 because with Justin Herbert at the helm, a fully healthy season to only put up 600 yards on 93 targets is an absolute joke in my opinion. Um, I never see a top five tight end finish in his future, so I do think Irv Smith. Um, I'd rather have him. And who are you going to say take a chance on? Who take a chance on me? Uh, I I would do, I I meant take a chance that Irv Smith falls because there are two tight ends in front of him. Oh, we could do that and get um three tight ends. Jones our Smith team, is our team right. right now is Kyler Murray, Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, Devontae Adams, C.D. Lamb, Will Fuller, Jalen Waddle, and Michael Pittman. Let's lock up Irv Smith, man. <sighs> Let's do it. I'm fine with that. I like Irv. Irv Smith, it is. Irv Smith drafted. Uh, after that goes, uh, oh, it's going so fast. It goes so fast. I can't take Corey can't Davis take goes next. Uh, old Brodo favorite, AKA the creator of true throw values. Corey Davis unknowingly basically started the soon to be Brodo fantasy empire. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll keep going. Followed by Todd Gurley and his old knees. Um, Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Hubba Hubba. What? What? Chubba Hubbard goes next. Why, but, he has one of the best names sound, in the game, Trouble Hubbard. You, sound, you sounded like uh like uh Colonel Sanders. No, like the no. like the my cousin Vinny uh judge. It's Colonel Sanders. Oh, yeah. Trouble Hubbard. <laughs> Henry Rugger goes next. Michael, scroll. <laughs> you skipped after Hubbard, Mostert, Damien Harris, <laughs> fucking Kenneth Kenny Gainwell. Like, what are you doing? You just skip to rugs and you blame me. <laughs> Uh, after Ruggs goes Michael Carter. Super free agent early running for back. Michael Carter, I feel like. That's a free agent running back, you said. The rookie running back. It's because it says free agent here on Fantasy Pros. Did I, did I say free agent? You said free agent running back, yeah. <laughs> Technically uh, free agent. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. You're right, you're right. You're right. Leonard Fournette goes Daryl Henderson. David Johnson. Curtis Samuel. David Johnson James- here is a just straight-up win-now move. You're really hoping you get some something out of him this season. For sure. Um, Curtis, James Conner goes next, followed by Zach Moss. I, I think that the Steelers draft a running back this year. I think that James Conner is not going to be a good pick looking back at this. Um, Devin Singletary and Chase Edmonds goes next. Yeah, so we are now filling up some bench spots. Yeah, we're filling up our bench spots. So we could go through this a little faster now that we have our – let's recap our starting team. 
Kyler Murray, Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, Devontae Adams, C.D. Lamb, Will Fuller, Irv Smith, and then in the flex, Michael Pittman slash Jalen Waddell. See, nobody on this team besides Devontae Adams is older than 26. That's something I really like about our squad, and it has the chance to compete right away. Um, yeah, so I think we're, we've been doing a pretty solid job here, Tim. Um, I'm down to go running back here, though. Uh, the only running backs that we have at the moment are Antonio Gibson and James Robinson. Is there a certain running... Like, Tony Pollard here is interesting. Uh, he's been... Whenever he gets the ball, the dude just balls. But that's the problem. He's strictly a handcuff at the moment. Uh, Naheem Hines is interesting. Terry Cohen just missed the season, but was effective. And this is, we are drafting a PPR. We didn't say that. Um, Philip Lindsay as well is over here. I think, I think Terry Cohen, um, I think I'm liking Terry Cohen here, Tim. What do you think? PPR in the 10th round. I feel like Terry Cohen, like he's going to have his role once he comes back from the injury. Are, are you sure about that? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't think he's just going to straight up lose his job. He was a effective prior. You ready for Michael? Role on that team. Who's ready for Michael? to yell at me. Uh Oh, who's here ready? We go. What do you want? What do you Rashad, want from me, Tim? I think we should consider Rashad Penny here. Rashad Penny, the soon to be, maybe starting running back of the Seattle Seahawks. Is that who you want to draft? Yep. Chris Carson, free agent. See, like Carlson, now I'm agent. in now I'm in a bind because I don't like drafting guys like Terry Cohen in Dynasty because you don't really they're not really there's really like no point to rostering them outside of plug and play weeks, you know? Like they're yeah. never gonna be a cornerstone of your team. If Rashad Penny somehow gets through this injury and his lack of skill and don't see lack of skill, bro. <laughs> his lack of produces. lack of productivity so far in the league. What do you mean lack of productivity? He's career Tim. five yards of carry. Tim, he's he was drafted in 2018. He's yet to to, to reach uh 950 rushing yards total, and he has 17 receptions. Lack of overall productivity. All right, shut up. Fine, but that's because they have Chris. His, all right, Chris as Carson long as you say fine, him. as long as you say fine to that. No, it's not. Did you, no, no, I don't say fine. I'll take Rashad Penny here for you. In Thank the tenth you. round, I don't absolutely hate it. You annoying ass. <laughs> all right, Rashad so Penny here. Rashad Penny. This is what it's all about, man. Value. Tony Pollard, Robbie Anderson, Mike Williams goes next, followed by Christian Kirk, Trey Sermon, Terrence Marshall. See, we are Trey, on Trey Sermon. I would have. I would have preferred. These damn these they don't they don't make the rookies super accessible on this uh on this draft simulator. I, I missed out on Trey Sermon. Uh, I would have preferred his upside, but what are you gonna do? It's all right. Sing the sermon. <laughs> and now uh it's back to us and we're winding down here really. Uh some we could get some upside picks. Um or some win now type guys like a Jameson Crowder, a Marvin Jones a T.Y. Hilton, or he could go with an upside, or like an Antonio Brown, or some upside, and guys like Darnell Mooney, Darius Slayton, who we've seen play pretty well, uh, Paris Campbell. Uh, who you, any Anyone you have your eye on, Tim? Hunter Henry's still available. Like, I wouldn't even, like, I'd consider drafting Hunter Henry here just to have the tight end available to trade, honestly. I'm good with that. I'm good with Henry. I'm good with Tunyon. I'm good with Gasicki. Um, I'm good with whatever tight end that you feel of those three is has the most upside. 
I, I like Kasiki, honestly. I know you're not a big fan of Kasiki, but yeah, I'm not a big Kasiki guy. I also I'm not a big believer in Tua, so I don't really see Kasiki like really exploding. Um, but Kasiki is the youngest of the bunch, 25 years old. I'll go Kasiki here if you want. I mean, I you know what? you like Tunyon. Let's just go Tunyon. No, yeah, let's go Tunyon. Uh, Tunyon goes next. Michael, why don't you read off these ones? Because uh, I'm not gonna lie, my throat's starting to hurt a little bit. This is making me a little nervous. Oh, little Tim, <laughs> little Tim needs some tea. You know what it was? I, it was it was so nice outside in the in the sun that I went outside with shorts and a hoodie, and then I regretted it almost immediately. But I was too far from home to do anything about it. <laughs> Fair. Um, after Tunyon, win now move. Antonio Brown, Mecole Hardman, guys like Mecole Hardman, you will never see me draft in a fantasy league. Uh, a dynasty league or like a redraft league really because I don't see the upside at all like is he ever going to be a top 24 wide receiver does he have that ability no mark him off from your list honestly that's how I feel about him um and then goes Darnell Mooney Alexander Madison Jamar Jefferson Elijah Moore is another guy I would have considered um here if they made the wide receivers easier to find I really can't find the wide receivers (laughs) I can't find the rookies I'm so confused as to how they have this listed I'm not going to lie to you, but anyways, after Elijah Moore goes Gus Edwards, T.Y. Hilton, Ryan Tannehill, Naheem Hines, Terry Cohen, Darius Slayton, Brian Edwards, Justin Fields, the fifth overall in sleeper, Le'Veon Bell, and then Hunter Henry, and it's back to us. I'm cool with if we want to dip our toe in the in the rookie field again. I'm cool with Tylen Wallace. Um, he's another rookie who has the chance to make an impact. He had some solid seasons. Uh, not someone I... I like love but i mean he he's good like he has the chance to be a reliable type of guy make it happen so i mean let's why not have some fun with another rookie huh we'll go with tylen wallace and then after tylen wallace goes salvan ahmed interesting buying into last season huh salvan ahmed logan thomas logan thomas is a very good win now move um, Sterling Shepard, Mike Kosicki, Evan Ingram, Tua Tagovailoa. I did not realize Evan Ingram is that low. Holy moly. That's interesting. Or Johnny Smith. See, we shouldn't have taken Tunyon. Damn it, Tim. This is what happens when I draft with you. <laughs> Do you get you end up getting good teams? Eh. Eh. <laughs> Me here, Tim. Uh let's recap the team real quick. We have two position players left. Kyler Murray, Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, Will Fuller, Irv Smith, Jalen Waddell, Michael Pittman, Rashad Penny, Robert Tunyon, Tylen Wallace. Here, I like someone like a, like a Philip Lindsay, who we've seen do it before, has the chance to be um, good, like a solid piece moving forward. Um, Melvin Gordon isn't going to be ahead of him forever. And Lindsay had a role last year, even with Melgo. It was probably his worst season to date, but we know Lindsay is a... And he dealt with injuries and that he's just a pretty solid running back overall. So I'm I'm down to go Philip Lindsay here unless you have any. Yeah, I, I would rather go Paris Campbell. I'd rather go Jameson Crowder. I'd I'd rather go all these wide receivers. Gabriel Davis. We have we have we have Adams, Lamb, Fuller, Waddle, Pittman, and Tylen Wallace. Like we have a lot of wide receivers. And that doesn't that doesn't stop me. Uh, Especially yeah, I think I'm down to go Paris Campbell. Yes, I mean, this, I think it's yeah, a no-brainer let's go, here. Let's go Paris. Take me to Paris, Tim. I'm going to let you keep reading off these picks, Mike. Yeah, since, you're, uh, since your throat hurts. 
Um, after Paris Campbell. Oh, I lost it. You, you're right. This goes fast. She goes fast, man. Real fast. Very efficient. <laughs> <laughs> but after Paris Campbell goes Johnny Smith, finally. Austin Hoopman. Jeff Wilson. Matt Stafford. Uh, is that Jamal Williams? Jamal. Yes, Jamal Williams. Baltimore Ravens defense. Cole Komet. Benny Snell. Marvin Jones Jr. Tyler Higby. Jamison Crowder. Chicago defense. Zach Ertz. Brevin Jordan. Hayden Hurst. Kayshawn Vaughn, back to us. Um, it's our last pick, Tim. Our last uh, position player, I believe. Yes, it's our last position player. And Fantasy Pros is not letting me choose positions. <laughs> what is happening with Fantasy Pros right now? <laughs> go, to the, go to the side, bro. Go to the side. What are you doing? What are you doing here? You're right. You're right. Amon Ra St. Brown is interesting. You love Equinemia St. Brown. I love the St. Brown family. You just want to go Amon Ra St. Brown for some fun? I'm going to tell I you mean, right he now. He's also bald, yo. I think he's underrated as well. Like, the dude can wanna... ball. He was a he just went up and got it multiple times uh, last season in USC. I'll tell you right now, he's trained to be a to be a wide he's been trained to be a wide receiver in the NFL for and since he's like six years old this kid. You want to go Amon Ra? Yeah. The reason why his name is Amon Ra St. Brown is so that it would stand out. His dad's name is his dad's last name was Brown. And he changed it to St. Brown because St. Brown looks better on um on the back of jerseys. Like that's the type of shit that we're talking about here. Amazing. If you have go on HBO and, and look up the look up the real sports episode with Brian Gumble of 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 them. Of the St. Brown family. You will not be you will not be disappointed. I, I want to go Will Lutz here. I'm gonna go kicking. Justin Tucker. All right, fine. Justin, Justin Tucker. Tucker's the OG. Um, yeah, and now we're just waiting to click our defense so that we could finish this draft. But Tim, this uh, there's some picks I would do over. Not gonna lie, but if I had this team, um, I certainly wouldn't be upset about it. I'm going with the 49ers defense because you know they always seem to have a solid defense. Let Fantasy Pros me. hates our draft, which means, of course. We had a very nice draft. Yep. Um, but yeah, to do the final recap is Kyler Murray, Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, Will Fuller, Irv Smith, Jalen Waddell, Michael Pittman, Rashad Penny, Robert Tunyon, Tylen Wallace, Paris Campbell, Amon Ross St. Brown, San Francisco D and Justin Tucker defense, a bench of Pittman, Penny, Tunyon, Wallace, Campbell, and Brown, St. Brown, excuse me. That is something I always strive for in Dynasty Leagues as well. I don't want a... 31 year old ty hilton um when i could have a 20 low 20 year old i'm not exactly sure what his age is amon ross st brown or a 21 or 22 year old tylen wallace like those are upside picks if they don't work out they're at the end of your bench anyways if they do work out that's tremendous so that's amen yeah i i, I think i think uh i think it's ended up being a pretty good draft him it was a uh, you know, we got into a, uh, several qualms, but overall, not too shabby. A qualm? Qualm. Me and you. We got into several qualms. Michael Michael always says silent L's. He can't stop saying silent L's. Is it pronounced qualm? Yeah, it's qualms. Is it not a qualm? No, it's not a qualm. Interesting. It's still Rudolph, though. So Kyle Rudolph no, was released today. We didn't even discuss that when we drafted Irv Smith. Yes, we did. We said he, he the door is open for you. That's true. Yeah. My bad. Sorry, Shut guys. up. Anyways, right. yeah, that's the that's the squad. Uh, 
I think it came out pretty good. Now I'm I really have the itch. So if you have a dynasty startup happening, let me know. <laughs> uh, Mike, where can they find you? At Brodo FF Mike. You can find uh, uh, you can find Jason at Brodo FF Jason. You could find Casanova at Brodo FF Casanova. You can find me at Brodo FF Tim. See what we did there. At Brodo Fantasy for everyone. Don't forget to download and beta test the Brodo Fantasy app, which is going to be released after the beta tap, after the beta test, so you can put all of your effort into draft season and get these drafts on and popping. Um, if you want to access our, the second episode of the week, which is going to be a mailbag um, for with everything that the patrons want to know, go to patreon.com uh, slash Brodo Fantasy to support the show. Uh, just so you guys know, this is not, you know, this is not a, a fake operation that you're you're seeing here. This is all us. Uh, everything that we do comes from us. Um, we are three brothers born to born to a father that was born overseas in Greece, um, trying to make it out here. We take every dollar we make on Patreon and we reinvest it, and uh, we dedicate our time to it: writing articles, building apps, building websites. Uh, we do it all. Uh, Jason and Casanova are the ones that built the app. They built it. They built the app and uh it came out phenomenal so and michael of course helped but those guys were like the technical guys and me i'm, I'm just like the the guy who looks at things and like oh can we change the color on this and tim's, tim's the godfather yeah i don't i don't i don't do technology man it's, he hovers I, I over bad. the top and says you guys are doing well <laughs> uh or, or uh what about hey, this? hey you should change this hey audience you guys are doing well there you later. go later <laughs>